0: the sloppy salmon smoked a twisted thistle
1: twisted thistle
0: (laughs) did you just make that one up no i know there's one with twisted thistle why sloppy salmon i don't know
1: what's a sloppy salmon? why is the salmon gotta be sloppy is that a sex thing
2: sloppy toppy slamming yeah urban dictionary it right now looking this right now what's a sloppy salmon
1: the 38th episode of Beer and Fear. My name is Paige. My name is
0: Zach. And my name is Jack.
1: <laughs> oh, We have a guest.
2: Our first guest uh, yeah. Beer and Fear.
1: First and last guest, because he's probably going to blow it.
2: Yeah, this is going to suck so bad. Yeah, yeah, totally. But this is uh, Mr. Jack, who um, helped us purchase all of our wonderful audio equipment so that we could do this. So mm-hmm. big round of applause no. For, no, stop for Jack. Nope. Thank stop. you.
1: Stopping.
0: I'm gonna slow blink you.
2: <clears throat> my point is, we're just grateful. This episode, no problem. Thank you for having me.
1: Grizzly bears.
2: Paige picked grizzly bears. I did
1: pick grizzly bears. You're well I gonna, was gonna pick bears yeah. in general, but Zachary would prefer to do a topic on other bears. So yeah,
2: we can do multiple. Why not? There are multiple bears, and I feel like we can talk about. You know, polar bears deserve their them. own
1: topic. They're super fucked up.
2: They do. I think I want to do that one.
1: Yeah, polar bears point. got issues.
2: Um, before we get into Grizzly Bears, this is the part where we share things about our week. Yes, we recount mm-hmm. our week. Except for that one episode where we forgot.
1: Yeah, and you didn't edit it. Nope. Because you're a sicko. Nope.
0: Made me sad. Mr. Thought Jack. I thought I was really missing out.
1: Thank you. See, Mr. Jack, if you want to go ahead and share your week.
0: For sure.
2: Um. <laughs> like, we're just calling him Mr. Jack now?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. This when is fun. We crash the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Guess this week was pretty normal. Just worked, worked out. Um Where you working out? Where am I working You're going out? In a gym? No, just at home.
1: What are you doing? Like weights? That.
0: No, I tried this new app called Seven Minute Workout. It has like HIIT on it, so hmm. uh, high intensity interval training, and then some Tabata.
1: The fuck is Tabata?
0: It's also another high intensity workout, but it's all body weight stuff. Oh, you okay. Tabata?
2: Be kidding me. <laughs>
0: Oh. Looks like Jack is not the one that's going to be blowing it this episode. <laughs> we're running out of material, guys.
1: <laughs> no, it's episode thirty-eight. I've already blown it.
0: <laughs> I have two more jokes. <laughs> oh no. Well, it's besides that, pretty normal week. That's good. Nothing, nothing a too
1: simple, crazy. A, a simple, relaxing week. Mm-hmm.
0: How about that's you guys?
1: Good. Go ahead, Zachary.
2: Our answers are mostly work. Yeah. So I, was, yeah. I was happy to hear that you're doing about the same. You know, we're all kind of in the same boat mm-hmm. with work. That's all I did. Um, I, I usually write things down so I remember them. Or I have to look at my calendar to see what I did. Um, nothing too crazy. We uh, we all got to hang out yesterday. Yeah. So that was fun. We went to uh, Lantern in downtown Naperville. And it was not really a recommendation from my buddy Eric. But he, he actually went to Lantern and uh, got a, a drink or two when we played our show in Naperville. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew about that place. So I finally checked it out. It was really cool. It was kind of loud. Um, it was a, little a lot of drunk people. It was mm-hmm. probably the
1: most uncomfortable bar stool I've ever sat in in my life. Yeah,
2: Thursday night in Naperville. There were it no I could not handle no um, <laughs> I couldn't. But the drinks were good and the food was really good. So yeah. if you're if you're in the Naperville area, check out Lantern. We had a good time. Yeah,
1: and we're they getting... had some
0: pretty good music. I was uh normally yeah. it's just trap or oh, yeah. top 40. That's they
2: didn't get to, the, look at to it. the trap until about an hour and a half in.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. did you notice that's right when we left?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we left, actually.
1: Because of the music We were in the selection. middle of our food,
2: and then we were like, uh, one and a half beers in. We were like, we just got to get that out of here. It was good
1: food, though. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. That was a good sandwich.
2: Mm-hmm. I had a po' boy. It's delicious. Oh, that was a yeah. highlight of my my uh, past week. What about you, Paige?
1: Um, Just work, personal stuff going on. hmm Life is stressful. Mm-hmm. What can yeah, you there, do? There's
2: a lot going on. We don't have to talk about it. It's I would prefer. Like you said, it's personal. There's a lot going on in your life. It's uh, pretty mm-hmm. big changes. So. Hectic,
1: hectic, hectic.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but work's going really well. I'm happy about that. Saw some really cute dogs today, and that made my day oh, yes. great. It made me very, very happy. Makes it all worth it, it doesn't it? It does make it? it worth it. Animals mm-hmm. make everything worth it. That's why I'm always so happy to come seek a soda.
2: Of course. My
1: favorite
0: cat.
2: It's my therapy cat. You She's should come
0: on my lap.
2: She likes that spot. It's like the sun comes in. I don't yeah, know. sunbathing. She gets pretty tired.
0: Um,
1: But I think that's about it. I don't think I have anything too earth-shattering to share. Mm-hmm. I'm simple. Yeah. And that's it. That's the episode. Bye. It's another week. Thanks <laughs> See you for yet. listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <clears throat> if no one has any, anything else to share, we can get into the beer.
2: Yeah, it's going to be, I mean feel Like we should, it's going to be a pretty lengthy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot to cover in my section, and uh, Jack's got a story for us, yes. which is <laughs> cool. yeah. Jack came
1: prepared some facts yes. and bullets yes. about
2: bears. Mm-hmm. But what beer are we drinking today?
1: So, our beer is from Three Floyds Brewing Company, <laughs> excellent. I'm gonna go into their about us just to touch up on it because it's been a little bit.
2: Yeah, we had uh, uh, what is it, Flying Flying Bitch?
1: That's from Doghead,
2: no. Dogfish? Not Dogfish. No. Flying
1: Bitch is from. Um, no,
2: it was not Flying Bitch. <laughs> I just tropical com- Bitch. I combined two of them.
1: <laughs> tropical Bitch. You know bitch. that beer, Flying Bitch? <laughs> she no, flew no, no. on by. It's up there.
2: Yeah, Tropical Bitch. By, tropical uh, Bitch is it. not
1: from Three Floyds.
2: What, who is it from?
1: Tropical Bitch is from. Um, oh, God. Let
0: me look at a <laughs> the, the bottle. Oh, the bottle's oh. right there, Jack. Read it. Let me. I can't see the brand, but I know they do like the gonzo art with it. I swear to God! Oh no, it's not
2: Three Floyds. What is it?
1: Flying Dog Brewery. That's why you combined the yeah, two. Flying, flying dog. bitch! <laughs> flying bitch! You're
2: so exhausted. But we've done Three Floyds, though, right? That
1: was the first beer we did. Oh, zombie, zombie dust! dust. <laughs> All right,
2: I'll be over. Here. I'll be over here. Continue. <laughs> why are
1: you Sorry. doing this to me? Just a quick. Go in ab- your corner with yes, your terrarium. Please go in your corner. Uh, From our humble beginnings in 1996, armed with only a few hundred dollars, a five-barrel Frankenstein wok burner-fired brew kettle, repurposed open Swiss cheese fermenters, and an Mm. old Canfields cola tank, it's not normal ales and lagers were born. Hmm. Three Floyds are strict adherents to the Samurai Code of the German Beer Purity Law.
2: Oh, yeah. They're very uh, particular about their... um their beer. They have a word for it.
1: Are you going to look up the word?
2: Yeah. Thanks. I'm going to try and say it. Oh, good luck. Rheinheitsgebot. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh Look that up. Just a uh, common spelling. Uh, you could check it out on Google for uh, the Germans and their specificity about beer.
1: Our beer is called <gasps> Secret Savages. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Okay. I thought it was going to have bear in the it's title. It's
1: brand new. Fuck yeah. The newest kid in our wild and sour ale program. That's yes!
2: right, I forgot about that.
1: Secret Savages. <laughs> this tart and fruity ale harnesses the juicy power of watermelons and is conditioned for several months in our collection of wine and spirits ba- barrels. Enjoy with friends and remember, it's not normal. American Sour Ale, ABV, 10.4%.
0: Okay. God bless America. Damn.
1: It has <laughs> nothing on Beer Advocate it's because it was new. just released. Very cool. It's got a. It's called. A, it's called a wild ale, like I said. But it's got an average score of three point four nine. Okay. There's a couple reviews. Um. Well, yeah, like two. Um. I might read the one that he did, but it's very long. Um,
2: before or after?
1: After, of course.
2: Okay. Yeah, we had. Um. I yeah, I think Beer Advocate. So Beer Beer Advocate calls it a wild ale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's like Electric Jewel was a wild ale. We've had uh, one of those before, and then our last sour was. Um, a few episodes ago for um, uh, Brook- Brooklyn Brewery, the Key Lime. So, I like sour sour beers. You've oh, yeah. uh, you've gotten a liking of sour beers. I like sour br- beers. Did you say something about sour beers
0: last night? Yeah, yeah. Last I, night. I started drinking them. I don't know last week um, with my buddies, mm-hmm. and I put down probably three or four
1: i'm a sucker for a sour ale <laughs> they're and so
0: good pretty addicting
1: i feel like it's a good time to give three floyds their their shot again mm-hmm. after i was disappointed in zombie dust
2: which is surprising because it had it was such a high ranked beer oh I'm yeah complicated we'll go back to it i want to i want to do a return to zombie dust
0: i feel like just how people are like i listen to indie music and they go with i don't know Modest Mouse. Tame Impala. Tame Impala. That stuff. It's like zombie dust is how you break into the craft beer game.
1: (laughs) Hmm.
0: You know, that's my perception of it. I like that. It's pretty good. But.
1: Get that beer. Get
0: it. Get that beer. Is this where you're going to play the sound effect of the beer pouring?
1: We don't play a sound effect. That's the the actual sound.
0: That's an actual clock.
1: (laughs) Not the clock. No, the clock is just a fake sound. The beer pouring is us. <laughs> I'm breaking so many walls right now. All right, so Secret Savages is in a bottle, and it's got a little unicorn on it with watermelons what? with wings.
0: Yes! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoever designed this is...
2: Uh, Brewed with watermelon.
0: Very good. I love it.
2: The classic uh, Three Floyds swirly cat? Yes. It's nice. So the, the only... Um, tie-in with, with bears is savages? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Secret savages. Because this is not a bear. Yeah, so okay. what? All right, just, I'm sorry. Electric I just, jewel. I just wanted to... Be- <laughs> Let me bring that up again. <clears throat> do we need bottle openers? Yes. I think
0: so. Yeah. We do. Right there.
1: Zach, will you open mine?
0: Yes. Yes. Pick a bottle opener. Thank you. Oh, you didn't pick Scott's. That's okay. I'm sorry, Scott. I didn't
1: have to. I don't know, but he could... I think it because
0: this is the one that I have at home.
1: Thank you.
2: I can smell it from here.
1: Let me get a whiff. Really? Oh, that's what's up. Oh. Wow. Mama. That's a sour ale if I ever smelled one.
0: Yeah.
2: It smells super tart. I'm pouring it a glass.
0: I was gonna say watermelon. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at that color. Oh wow. I was not expecting that. No. I wasn't this. expecting to have
1: a good pour.
0: That's a
2: great pour. I gotta get a
0: picture.
1: What an interesting color. Oh my gosh, there's pieces of watermelon in it. There's <gasps> like watermelon like, uh, seeds.
2: That's like uh, more purple haze.
0: What's your favorite kind of beer? The one with pulp in it. I like my pulpy beer. <laughs> it's got a small, uh, small head on it. Which yeah. I like. I don't like the stuff where you gotta. You know that trick where you like wipe your face a little bit and then you put your finger in the. I
1: have never heard of that. In the head,
0: yeah, the oil from your. I
1: would not want my face oils in my beverage. It's just for the head. It's just for the head. Yeah the the foam does not stick around. It
0: smells like uh,
2: booch.
1: Mm -hmm. It does smell like like that really
0: tart sour flavor to it. Sour ale for you though. It's almost like I wanted to say orange, but the more I hold it up to the light, it's like. It's, it's almost red. What's that? Uh, Fuck, in the middle? What's Amber. That? SRM?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. What would you say that is? SRM. S- solid 12. <laughs> 16. Oh, I'm going very... with a 15
0: and three quarters.
2: I think, yeah. I think that's pretty accurate.
1: Looks like beer to me.
2: <laughs> it's beer. <laughs> yep, that's a beer. Oh, we got a... Here we go. Mm.
0: Yep. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's an aftertaste.
1: That is watermelon.
0: Yeah. I wasn't expecting that top part. This is so intense. Woo! I mean, this is the... um, Woo! Like, it just fucking kicks you in the jaw. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like uh, when you drink Red Bull. You get that little knot in your jaw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: See, I'm not getting that.
0: I got it a little bit. Just from it
2: being so sour and just in your face. Mm I don't know it. It
0: reminds me of apple cider. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: you know what? It kind like, of—it smells like vinegar.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I was just trying to think about what that smell mm-hmm. is that you get right when you drink it. Yeah, very vinegar.
2: The yeah, the mouthfeel and um, just the after the aftertaste <clears throat> it reminds me of apple cider.
1: Mm-hmm. The burp tastes like Jolly Ranchers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like watermelon Jolly Ranchers.
2: This is um, very intense. This is a for, weird beer for a sour beer. It is a weird mm-hmm. beer. Can't like say I've it. had anything like this in my no, life.
0: To quote Zach, "It's good.
2: It is good."
1: I'm gonna go and ahead and oh. read this review. Sure, it is lengthy. Get on it. This comes from Beer Architect. All right, he's a beer architect.
0: <laughs> he's from Kentucky.
1: Clever.
2: That was actually the the backup name for our podcast, a Beer and Fear," ended Get up kate- being taken. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he's lying. It's not. Just saying. He gave the look of four, the smell of four, the taste of four, the feel a 3.75 and an overall four. Mm -hmm. Intensity simply oozes from three Floyd's sour program and their spirits and wine barrel aged wild ale is just one of them. Piling on a reckless amount of watermelon flavor gives their imperial strength. Secret savages a shockingly juicy and powerful flavor experience. Mm -hmm. Sunny orange, pink and with a depth of mauve. Or is it mauve? Mauve. Mauve. Is it mauve?
0: I no. That's a new no word. I'm gonna do what I usually do, and I have no expertise on this. But oh, just I'm gonna, comment. I'm gonna guess, and mm. then I'm gonna stick okay, so to it. Okay, so it is
1: mauve. The beer pours <laughs> with a popping and spirited carbonation as it froths, dissipates quickly. The strong tingle of sourness hits the olfactory senses with a spicy sourness and ether heat. Fruity it's ether. 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 Yeah. Ether. Ether. There's ether yeah. in this? <laughs> There's ether in this. Fruity melon-like and heavily, um, I'm not even sure, v- venous? Vinous? I don't even.
0: A lot of good words This guy's got here. a lot going
1: on. The scent soon gives way to a scantily sweet, dry juiciness of taffy, sourdough, and okay. light fruit syrups. See, the sourdough I definitely get with that vinegary. Shockingly sour, the attack of acidity hits the middle palate with a spicy sourness that pierces the taste buds with crab, apple, balsamic, lime, red wine, gooseberry, vinegar, and lemon. Gooseberry? (laughs) Gooseberry. With a huge drift of watermelon coming over the session. A sweeter and juicier take uh, uh, takes a slight edge off of the strongly acidic punch. With a jolt of woodsy, peppery, and musty oak stepping in late.
0: Damn. I think that's uh, pretty that's a pretty apt review. Very that's descriptive. Very descriptive. I wonder I wonder if the conditioning in the barrels affects the colors at all. I think so.
1: It is just tingly on my palette.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus. I think
2: I think it uh, contributes to the darker color. Mm-hmm. I whoo. believe. Um and you, <laughs> <I'm> you, <sorry. laughs> you said this was uh it kind of hung out in wine barrels? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. I can
0: I can pick that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: She is sour. Oh, yeah. It's
0: almost got like a wine like a wine mouthfeel to it. Oh yeah. Except the carbonation, obviously.
1: I would I Maybe would... that
0: uh, I think that might have contributed to the uh, A B V
2: also. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow.
1: Um it's just like whoo.
2: <laughs> it's a little yeah, it's it's definitely the most intense um sour flavor concentrated sour ale than I've ever tasted
0: hmm if we had to leave a review do you think that James Brown sound bite would be accurate
1: oh yes
0: yeah i wish <laughs> I wish we could
2: I wish we could leave audio reviews on beer advocate because that's what we would uh do oh I don't know um it's good but it's just it's i I think it's a little too crazy for me
1: i just burped again and it tasted a little bit like nail polish remover smells
2: it's got some like fruity funkiness and booch sort of you know Mm kind of qualities to it vinegary like you said Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's just very funky and intense
0: I'm feeling a tingly on my palate. (laughs) We got to (laughs) stop. Reminded me of the girl from Despicable Me going, It's so
1: fluffy! It's so fluffy I'm going to (laughs) die!
0: We got to rate this? (laughs) See, out out of trying a lot of sours this week, this is the one, uniquely enough, that the 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 tartness of the smell before Mm -hmm. does not match anything within the taste right and i think that's something that i don't know if i like because i like it to kind of complement it if it doesn't i don't know if it doesn't exactly match up yeah you know if it's like a, a watermelon or like a i tried a cranberry ale Okay. From someone last week, and it's like, oh, you're opening a bottle of I wish you could have tried Vera. Me too. Cream ale.
1: Yeah. You would have liked it. Really? The pistachio one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zach's obsessed with it.
0: I'm a little bitch boy for pistachio. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Uh,
2: I know what you're saying, though. Like, um, we cracked it open, poured it in a glass. It smelled similar to other wild ales and sour ales that we've had before, but it, it doesn't give way to how this tastes Mm -hmm. at all at all nope um which is again not a bad thing it's just it's you're surprised Mm -hmm. when you taste it
0: i do like that out of this one the intensity that comes with it which is something that i've had from sours before well the the intensity kind of stays with you in your stomach and i'm not getting that from this one personally Hmm.
1: you mean it's light on the stomach yeah Mm -hmm. i can feel that okay so it's not like upsetting
0: Mm -mm.
1: yeah it's smoother i guess but like you look at the bottom of the glass and you can see like the little seeds yeah they're Mm -hmm. hanging
2: out fruit fruit pulp maybe
1: just
2: hanging out did did they say if it was made with real fruit it did not okay well maybe Somebody just
1: took, like, a piece of watermelon that they bit into and spit the seeds into the beer. I hope they didn't <laughs> just
2: Blend add it up, the pulp. Put it in a bottle. Yep. <laughs> just,
0: Scott, spit it
1: in again.
2: <laughs> they have the person's name on each of the bottles.
0: Yeah.
1: The they person that spit your beer, spit beer <laughs> no. this time.
0: No, it's, like, lush. They'll have the picture, but it's, like, a very, very poor resolution. Yes. Photoshop out yes. of it. And it's just, it. just,
1: he looks sad. <laughs>
0: The wrinkles are way too pronounced. Yes. Yeah. I really, really like it, but I also really, really like the packaging.
2: Yeah, the art's really cool. You
1: should've yeah. seen the box. The box is so
0: cute. It's really? In the fridge. Yeah. The watermelon with bat wings. New Halloween costume. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spooky watermelon. That's me. You go door to door, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is
0: this guy?" <laughs> don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. Just give me candy. It's existential. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> don't, don't you worry about it, none you want to get into grizzly bears? Are you okay?
2: Yeah. It's just um it's intense. It's a lot. It is a lot. So are you there.
0: feeling the opposite of what I was just saying I where think it's so. kind of sticking with you a little yeah, bit in little the chest
2: bit. as I had to drink some water, you know? Mhm. Wash it down a bit. Just kind of coats your mouth and sticks around. Mhm. Okay. The the grizzly bear, also known as the North American brown bear or simply grizzly, Uh, is a population or subspecies of the brown bear inhabiting North America. But what is North America? You see, beginning in the late Paleozoic era, North America was joined with the other modern-day continents as part of the supercontinent, Pangaea.
0: What is happening? What are you doing? (laughs) It's Michael from Vsauce. (laughs) (laughs) Your face right
2: now. Oh, you didn't get the... (laughs) I'm very upset. You got the reference. Yeah, it's Sauce. Come on. I now. Don't
1: listen to Vsauce. Clearly, <sighs> don't. <gasps> what are you? No, you don't. It was horrible. That was just. I liked it. Unnecessary.
2: Thanks, Grizzly.
1: Don't say thanks like I'm trying to insult you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> grizzly comes from Lewis and Clark's description of grizzly, G R I S L E Y, uh, which could be interpreted as either grizzly, mm-hmm. referring to grizzled, like gray tipped hair, mm-hmm. or grizzly, G R I S L Y which is fear-inspiring, now usually gruesome.
1: Ooh, I didn't know that. So
2: people don't say grisly anymore to refer to that. They just say gruesome, apparently. The modern spelling supposes the former meaning. Even so, naturalist George Ord Ord. classified it in 1815 as *U. Horribilis for its character.
1: Oh, because it's horrible?
2: Exactly. So the scientific name Ursus Arctos Horribilis. It's the full scientific name. Horrible
0: bear. Right?
1: Can you imagine just getting that name? Like, poor grizzly bears. I know. Just getting what such a name. What did they do to deserve it? Except, you know, what they do.
2: Uh, but it's a subspecies of arctos. Arctos. In addition to the mainland grizzly, other morphological forms of brown bear in North America are sometimes identified as grizzly bears. These include two living populations, the Kodiak bear and the Peninsular grizzly. Hmm. As well as three extinct species.
1: Ooh,
2: uh, bu- not bu- fun. Bu- Brown bears originated in Eurasia and traveled to North America approximately 50,000 years ago, spreading into the contiguous United States about 13,000 years ago. Land bridge? Um, yeah, definitely. Through Pangea? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's just no. Was a Vsauce fact. Uh, <laughs> however, by 1928, only seven grizzly species remained. And by 1953, only one species remained globally. However, modern genetic testing reveals the grizzly to be a subspecies of the brown bear. Biologist R. L. Rausch found that North America has but one species of grizzly. Therefore, everywhere, it is the brown bear. Hmm. In North America, it is the grizzly. Interesting. But these are all the same species. Uh. Coastal grizzlies, often referred to by the popular but geographically redundant synonym of brown bear, or Alaskan brown bear, are larger and darker than inland grizzlies, which is why they, too, were considered a different species. Kodiak grizzlies were also uh, at one time considered distinct. Therefore, at one time there were five different species of brown bear, including three in North America. I have some photos.
1: I'm excited.
0: When you were talking about the Lewis and Clark thing, when I was reading um, about this topic... I actually read some of their writings about the different species, and mm-hmm. they they commonly referred to the brown bear as a white bear, Ooh. even though obviously none of them are white, and they were making speculations on whether or not their hair turned gray, and so that's why they called them white. telling me that Lewis and Clark were idiots yeah they were they were idiots in some respects, you they can't didn't be know perfect. their colors that's true. But I think when I was reading, someone was going through and just saying they were only trying to di- make them distinct from the black bear. Mm. That's and they were going. Okay, it's too. not. It's not the black bear. So but there the is.
2: Um. There was a photo on Wikipedia. This is a white gray cub. Oh. Technically a grizzly. Cute. Oh, see that makes
0: yeah. sense then. That's technically technically how I'm going to get murdered. From one of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pet something I shouldn't. <laughs>
0: Um, Get its jaw wrapped around your cranium. Someday so it'll is, be a crocodile. Here's a grizzly bear.
1: Majestic.
2: And there's uh, another grizzly bear.
1: Ooh.
2: And then. Ooh. This is, <laughs> it's turned into the History Channel.
0: This one's big.
2: <laughs> Alaskan brown bear. So okay, looks, he looks a little mean. bit different. Do
1: you go into the uh, the body dimensions of a grizzly bear? because yes. I'm curious.
2: Yes. He's got a hump. And then this is the Kodiak bear. He's got a funny face.
1: He does have a funny face. I it's want to give it a squishy. squishy.
2: Mm-hmm. You see it? It's squishy. Wasn't there a cartoon about a bear?
1: Um. Yeah. yeah. Yogi Bear.
2: Mm-mm. It was like a child's cartoon.
1: Yogi Bear was a child's cartoon. Yeah,
2: not like There's older weed. child's. There was a younger child's cartoon. Like bear a, Bears? Um, I don't know. The Bear Bears? There's
1: Bear in the Big Blue House.
2: Maybe I'm thinking of Berenstein bear Bears.
1: Berenstein Bears? Uh,
2: it's Stain. It's, oh, it's
0: Stain. Steen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Berenstein Bears. Bear Stain. It's
1: fucked up. I'll, I'll die on this hill.
0: <laughs> Mandela effect just fucking up our pronunciations. I will die on this hill. The next bullet point. Go
1: ahead.
2: Most adult female grizzlies weigh 290 to 400 pounds, while adult males weigh on average 400 to 790 pounds. So what yeah. you're
1: telling me is I could take on a full-grown
2: grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> Average total length is 6.5 feet with an average shoulder height of 3.35 feet and hind foot length of 11 inches.
1: Same. that big, let's go. <laughs>
2: newborn, <laughs> newborn bears may weigh less than 1.1 pounds.
1: Aww. Inland grizzlies
2: normally weigh less so inland grizzlies talking about inland grizzlies normally weigh less about 200 to 300 pounds for a female, and 600 to, uh, 600 pounds for a male. and they weigh less than their coastal counterparts. Um, where coastal bears weigh about 500 pounds for a female and 900 pounds for a male.
1: That's a big boy!
2: Occasionally, larger grizzlies have been recorded, with weights reported up to 1,500 pounds. Hot ah. damn! A large coastal male of this size may stand up to 9.8 feet tall Baby. on its Jesus. hind legs and be up to 4.9 feet at the shoulder. Wow. Um, at the shoulder? Here's a height comparison of a... That's just a standard grizzly bear. The big
0: mm.
2: Holy glob. There's no indication of... How tall that man is, I'd like to think six feet. That you know.
1: man. average height for a... He looks you know. stout. Yeah. That's a big un. Big bear. I want to pet it. It's dead. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the casual
0: nature of just a slight head turned. It's dead. Yeah.
2: That's why I was standing next to him like that. Although variable in color from blonde to nearly black... Grizzly bear fur is typically brown with darker legs and commonly white or blonde-tipped fur on the flank and back. So that might have some tie-in. with Right on saying. the flank. Oh. Gotta love those blonde flanks. Good old bear flank.
1: Oh, <laughs> got a little weird.
2: Characteristics include a pronounced muscular hump appears on the adult grizzly's shoulders. Me too. Black bears do not have this hump. Oh. Aside from the distinguishing hump, a grizzly bear can be identified by a dished-in profile of their face with uh, short, rounded ears whereas a black bear has, straight, has a straight face profile and longer ears. Oh. A grizzly bear can also be identified by its rump, which is lower <laughs> than its shoulders. A black bear's rump is higher than Rumped. its shoulders. And a grizzly bear's front claws measure two to four inches in length. A black bear's claws measure about one to two inches in length. So, so it's
0: not proportional to their rump.
2: That's grizzly bear claws. Those
1: are the claws of a killer.
2: They will fuck you right up. Oh, yeah. They usually use them for digging. In case you were wondering, they'll fuck your shit up. <laughs> Brown bears are found in Asia. I still have a lot to go through, so just Dude, bear going. with me. Okay?
1: Bear bears. with you? <laughs> oh, nice. How <laughs> <They're>
2: long <laughs> working on yeah, that one? Yeah. They're found in Asia, Europe, and North America, giving them the widest range of any bear species. <laughs> species. <Sh-species>. They, <laughs> they also previously <laughs> inhabited North Africa. In what, North America, yeah, there were bears in Africa. In North America, grizzly bears previously ranged from Alaska down to Mexico and as far east as the western shores of Hudson Bay. I don't know where that's at. What? The species is now found in Alaska, south through much of western Canada, and into portions of the northwestern United States, extending as far as south as Yellowstone. In Canada, there are approximately twenty-five thousand grizzly bears occupying the majority of the western provinces. There are currently about 55,000 wild grizzly bears located throughout North America, 30,000 of which are found in Alaska. Only around 1,500 grizzlies remain in the lower 48 states. Mm. Of these, around 800 are found in Montana. About 600 more live in Wyoming in the Yellowstone area. There are an estimated 70 to 100 grizzly bears living in northern and eastern Idaho.
1: Do we have any bears in Illinois?
2: No, not anymore. Well, not brown bears. Mm -mm. Uh, There might be black bears. No? No. No bears at all? wild. Oh, I wasn't sure about black bears.
0: I just sent out my echolocation. I asked them. Got it. They're not there. Your in bear the- location. <laughs>
2: Wiggle, mum, mum. In the North Cascades ecosystem of Northern Washington, grizzly bear populations are estimated to be fewer than twenty bears. One sighting of a grizzly bear in twenty ten has been recorded. So like North Washington into Canada. This is a map of the uh, of North America. So it shows you gotta kinda get in. The bear range. Okay. Um so uh what is that? Pre pristine Present. Present. I I should be. I should be reading up here. Post uh, glacial, so it's all of this post glacial, and then historic is just like Mexico up the western coast of North America, and then that word is present. It's uh, really just. And
0: that word. So for for everybody to describe kind of where it's at, it's going from about Alaska. Can Mm -hmm. I see it again? It's like a big blob that goes from Alaska through, it looks like, most of Canada until it it hits Lake Superior, right? Or Ontario? I don't know my lakes. The the big lake. I don't know my lakes. I don't Um, know geography. And then pretty much down, it looks like it loops through most of the northwestern states Mm -hmm. and then kind of dips a little bit into Wyoming on the western side. Western quarter, would you say?
2: Yeah. So you've got, well, that's... uh... That's the historic range. You might still find bears, I guess, occupying those states, but it's rare. Yeah. But yeah, like um, uh, Kansas, um, what is what is the state? Nebraska?
1: Let me see. <laughs> That's
2: Nebraska. Okay. South Dakota. Um, so kind of like bordering those, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're more centralized to the northwestern part. I like part.
1: that you pointed at Oklahoma and mm-hmm. said South Dakota.
2: I didn't point when I said South Dakota. Then you did point when you, you gestured, said Dakota. You gestured, no. which is very different. And age. I didn't point when I said Oklahoma either. This is South Dakota.
1: Did I ask for you to That's king up on me?
2: Nebraska. I know my states. I don't know your uh, lakes. <laughs> grizzly bears hibernate for five to seven months each year, except where the climate is warm, as the California grizzly did not hibernate.
1: You ever seen Dr. Doolittle? Yes. You know the scene where they talk about bears going into hibernation because there's that movie where he comes across a bear? And he like helps the bear. It's been a long time since I saw it. okay, but there's a there's a movie where he comes across a bear and he's talking to the bear and he's I trying to it. hide the bear. But there's a scene where they talk about how bears go into hibernation and they eat and plug their butts so they don't poop. what when oh. they're hibernating? Is that real? I don't know. I'm asking you you did the research.
2: I didn't see anything about bears but or bear butt, plugs.
0: butt plugs yeah
2: a bunch of cranberries. yeah. Yeah, no uh, no record of that, but... Um... <laughs> Wait, wouldn't they be called cramberries? Oh, dear God. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. cram up your butt berries. They
2: would be. <laughs> <laughs> so the California grizzlies extinct, uh, they did not hibernate because it was uh, warmer. Oh. Uh, during this time, female grizzly bears give birth to their offspring, who then consume milk from their mother and gain strength for the remainder of the hibernation period. To prepare for hibernation, grizzlies must prepare it then and consume an immense amount of food as they do not eat during hibernation. Grizzly bears do not defecate or urinate throughout the entire hibernation period. Because their butts Damn. are plugged. Yep. The male well grizzly bear's hibernation ends in early to mid-March, while females emerge in April or early May. In preparation for winter, bears can gain approximately 400 pounds Me too. during a period of hyperphagia, <sighs> yeah. which is an abnormally strong sensation of hunger or desire to eat, yeah, often leading to accompanied by overeating.
1: Yep, me
0: I, think I had that yesterday.
2: Hyperphagia before <laughs> going into hibernation. This uh, The bear often waits for a substantial snowstorm before it enters its den. This lessens the chances of predators uh, finding them. The dens are typically at elevations above 5,900 feet on north-facing slopes.
1: What is a predator that a bear is scared of? Um,
2: yeah, other bears, mostly. Yeah, they just want to be left alone. Okay. Although inland or rocky mountain grizzlies spend nearly half of their life in dens, coastal grizzlies with better access to food sources spend less time in dens. In some areas where food is very plentiful year-round, grizzly bears skip hibernation altogether. Mm. Except for females with cubs, grizzlies are normally solitary, active animals. I wish that could just be my life. Yeah, right. No, you don't solitary and active but in coastal areas grizzlies gather around streams lakes rivers and ponds during the salmon spawn grizzly bears do not reach sexual maturity until they are at least five years old they have one of the lowest reproductive rates of all terrestrial mammals in north america this is due to numerous ecological factors male grizzlies have large territories of about 1500 square miles
0: wow that's fucking
2: huge Making finding a female scent difficult in such low population densities. That's how do
1: grizzly bears mark their territory?
2: They probably pee, just like other animals.
1: I was imagining like a pheromone thing, like cats Mm -hmm. with their like necks. They
2: probably piss on shit. Scratching. Yeah. Females produce one to four young, usually two. One to four. That's that's one to four. It's two. That are small and weigh only about one pound at birth. Females are protective of their offspring and will attack if she thinks she or her cubs are threatened.
1: Do you have a picture of a baby bear?
2: Uh, I'll, yeah. Okay. C- up and coming. Okay. Uh, they'll care for the cubs for up to two years, um, and the mother will not mate during the two years. Cubs are always born in the mother's winter den while she is in hibernation, and they feed on their mother's milk until summer comes, after which they still drink milk but begin to eat solid foods. Mm. Cubs gain weight rapidly during their time with the mother, usually increasing from about 10 pounds to 100 pounds over the course of two years. So they gain 90 pounds in two years.
1: Shit! (laughs) That's
2: a lot of poundage.
1: That's a lot of LBs right there. That's a lot of bear. Did you know that every pound is four pounds on your joint? (laughs) <laughs> like I deflated.
2: It sucks.
0: I don't but like you know them. what you know what they say though. Motion is the lotion. Mm. Yep, for your joints. So keep it moving. Keep them moving. Don't you tell me what to do. Motion is the lotion. Mothers may see their cubs in later
2: years, but they both avoid each other. That's weird. They don't want it's like an to awkward do family to do. They reunion. like just kind of like walk past each other. They're like, hey, hey what's
1: You birthed me. Can they don't even
0: say what's up. Do they do the They're the like, the high school male? Yeah. Head? The head back, yeah, the, the head,
2: tilt. Head tilt. Hey, Mom. Once the young leave or are killed, females may not oh. produce another litter for three or more. Yep, <gasps> they we'll talk about that. Okay? okay. Good. They may not produce another litter for three or more years, depending on environmental conditions. So uh, this is a bear with her little cubs,
1: Aww. cubs. Is there any pictures that exist of like a newborn bear? I can look it up if you don't have
0: any. Oh, they're so tiny. oh they're so tiny. Aw, itty bitty. Oh, that looks like a freaking lab. Yeah, it looks like a dog. They grow a lot. Yeah, especially in that first couple years, it looks like.
2: Yeah, they're, they look like little, little dogs. They're about
0: the size of baby dogs. Baby dogs, not puppies. Baby dogs.
2: The average lifespan for a male is estimated at 22 years, females slightly longer at 26 years. Females live longer than males due to their less dangerous life. They do not engage in seasonal breeding fights as males do. The oldest wild inland grizzly was 34 years old in Alaska. The oldest coastal bear was 39. But most grizzlies die in their first year of life. Captive grizzlies have lived as long as 44 years. Damn. Grizzlies have a tendency to chase fleeing animals and can run at speeds of about 35 miles per hour which is comparable to a horse.
1: So can Michael Scott.
2: Yeah. (laughs) In addition, they can climb trees to an extent. Uh, Although grizzlies are of the order carnivora and have the digestive system of carnivores, they are normally omnivores. Hmm. They have been known to prey on large mammals when available, such as moose, elk, caribou, white-tailed deer, mule, deer, bighorn sheep, bison, and even black bears.
1: God, I would really not want to see a fight between a moose and a bear.
2: Though they are more likely to take calves and injured individuals rather than healthy adults. They like to cheat their way to their food. Motherfucker. Yeah, Survival of
1: the fittest, baby.
2: Yep, yeah, that's what it is. They feed on fish such as salmon, trout, and bass. And those with access to a more protein-enriched diet in coastal areas potentially grow larger than inland individuals. So that's kind of why they they weigh more, they get bigger, it's because they have access to fish. have a lot of protein.
1: you think a polar bear has ever fought an orca?
2: Yes. An orca, Probably.
1: No. Yeah. No.
2: Okay. I don't know if, like, anyone wins. The orca probably just swims away.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like an orca would fuck somebody up.
2: Polar bears are mean. Uh, grizzlies also readily scavenge for food or carrion... Car- carry carrion... Carrion.
1: Carrions?
2: Carrion. <laughs> left behind other mam- animals. They will also eat birds and their eggs and gather in large numbers at fishing sites to feed on spawning salmon. They frequently prey on baby deer left in the grass and occasionally they raid the nests of raptors such as bald eagles.
0: Raptors?
2: Yeah. Good fucking, god. The fucking Yeah, the you got grizzly bears in the, in the west and then you've got velociraptors out there as well. <laughs> and they, they fight all the time.
0: Do you do you think they uh they do that Nacho Libre sequence where they climb a hill or they climb a mountain, eat some eagle eggs and they dive off? Why
1: do you have that scene like so locked in?
0: Because of the fart.
1: Because I'm a fart.
0: And I'm picturing if they did that, they would probably release their butt plug and be like, it's time to eat. It's time to, yeah, need to start uh-huh. eating now. In Yellowstone National Park, the grizzly bear's
2: diet consists mostly of white bark, pine nuts, tubers, grasses, various rodents, army cutworm moths, and scavenged carcasses. Probably one of my favorite word, uh, favorite words. Tubers. None of these, however, match the fat content of the salmon available in Alaska and British Columbia. Because of this, it is not uncommon to encounter grizzlies in Alaska weighing up to 1,200 pounds, like we mentioned. A lot of fish. Grizzlies in Alaska supplement their diet of salmon and clams with sedge grass and berries.
1: What is the sedge grass?
2: Uh, It's like normal grass, but it's got a little more sedge to it. Okay. In areas where salmon are forced to leap waterfalls, grizzlies gather at the base of the falls to feed on and catch the fish. Some males will often fight. Or the best fishing spots. I thought I had a photo.
1: Black bears have fecal plugs. They
2: have butt plugs. Oh, they fecal. do have butt plugs. They do have butt plugs. Fecal plugs. I was watching a video and I was doing this uh doing this research. Let me show you a little bit cuz it's really uh it's
0: impressive. i I'm <gasps> Oh, this
2: is going to be the Shut end up.
1: Of... Is uh?
0: that David Attenborough? I don't know, maybe.
1: It's BBC Earth.
0: Yep. That means it's David Attenborough. Look at all those bears. That's a lot of bears. Damn. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. All chill at the same waterfall.
1: I counted 14.
0: I wonder if them sitting down at the bottom has anything to do with trying to get the salmon to swim upstream. Because I know salmon do that naturally.
1: Yeah, they're swimming from the ocean to spawn their eggs.
0: Yeah. It reminded me of that
2: Futurama episode where they're fish.
1: Yeah. Good episode.
2: The relationship between grizzly bears and other predators is mostly one-sided. Grizzly bears will approach feeding predators to steal their kill. In general, the other species will leave the carcasses for the bear to avoid competition or predation. With the introduction of gray wolves the Yellowstone, many visitors have witnessed a once common struggle between the bears and wolves, which has been under considerable study. Typically, the conflict will be in the defense of young or over a carcass, which is commonly an elk killed by wolves. Hmm. Hmm. So here I'll uh, I'll describe the sitch for you, the wolf and bear sitch. The bear uses its keen sense of smell to locate the kill. Mm-hmm. As the wolves and grizzly compete for the kill, one wolf may try to distract the bear while the others feed. The bear then may retaliate by chasing the wolves. If the wolves become aggressive with the bear, it is normally in the form of quick nips at its hind legs. Thus, the bear will sit down and use its ability to protect itself in a full circle.
1: Me so it's too. Just kind of. Swipes. I just do this. I armadillo. I'm just like,
2: get out of here. Rarely do interactions such as these end in death or serious injury to either animal. One carcass simply is not usually worth the risk to either party.
1: Hmm.
2: Cougars generally maintain a safe distance away from grizzlies. They have less competition with cougars than with other predators such as coyotes. Coyotes. Wolves and other bears. When a grizzly descends on a cougar feeding on its kill, the cougar usually gives way to the bear. When a cougar does not or does stand its ground, it will use, use its superior agility and its claws to harass the bear, yet stay out of reach until one of them gives up.
1: That's because a bear going to fuck you up. You get close. Yeah, yeah, watch
2: out. Black bears generally stay out of grizzly bear territory, but grizzlies may occasionally enter black bear terrain to obtain food sources both bears enjoy, such as pine nuts, acorns, mushrooms, and berries. When a black bear sees a grizzly coming, it either turns tail and runs or climbs a tree.
1: Or climbs a tree. Black bears are cute.
2: Yeah, black bears do a better job at climbing trees than uh, than brown bears do. The grizzly bear has several relationships with its ecosystem. One such relationship is a mutualistic relationship with fleshy fruit-bearing plants. After the grizzly consumes the fruit, the seeds are exploded violently out of its asshole and thereby (laughs) dispersed in a germinable condition.
0: Violently. <laughs> along with the rest of the butt plug. <laughs> Just a <minute>. <laughs> Just. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Their asshole going. <laughs> Just. It
2: jumps in the air because
0: it gets freaked out.
1: <laughs> like what came like, out of like when, I, when a
0: dog farts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it scares
0: itself. Why did you say that while I was taking a drink? <laughs> that
2: hurt. The, um, so, you know, the, the Wikipedia article didn't say that. Uh, that was just my interpretation of
1: I appreciate I was your interpretations. It
2: um, some studies have shown germination success is indeed increased as a result of seeds being deposited along with nutrients in the bear poop. Poop. While foraging for tree roots, plant bulbs, or ground squirrels, bears stir up the soil. Their big long claws. This process not only helps grizzlies access their food, but also increases species richness in alpine ecosystems. Along with increasing species richness, soil disturbance introduces nitrogen into the environment. So think um, when you get your lawn aerated, Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of what they're doing. It helps the lawn and it helps the environment around the lawn because nitrogen. The, so I'm just digging.
1: imagining grizzly bears just coming out of their den and just like decorating their lawn like a little garden. Yeah,
2: they're punching holes.
1: Yeah, just gardening, walk. throwing a tree.
2: Grizzlies directly regulate prey populations and also help prevent overgrazing in forests by controlling the populations of other species in the food chain. This, in turn, changed the structure and density of plants in the area which decrease the population sizes of migratory birds. This provides evidence grizzly bears represent a keystone predator, having a major influence on the entire ecosystem they inhabit. That's what a keystone predator is, and grizzlies wow. are one of them. Native American... Almost done. Oh, boy. What well, kind of.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry, brother.
2: Native American tribes, uh, St. Patrick...
0: That has n- nothing to do with the other... It has nothing to do with said. Patrick
2: the Star...
1: Okay.
2: Sympatric means existing together, specifically relating to animals and humans. So
1: coexisting?
2: Coexisting.
0: Wait, Wait, what's the word? Because I hear you saying St. Patrick. Sympatric. Oh, Sympatric. Sympatric,
2: yep. Native American tribes Sympatric with brown bears often view them with a mixture of awe and fear. North American brown bears have at times been so feared by the natives that they were rarely hunted by them, especially when alone. At traditional grizzly hunts in some Western tribes, such as the Quichin, the expedition was conducted with the same preparation and ceremoniality as intertribal warfare, and it was never done except with a company of four to ten warriors. The tribe members who dealt the killing blow were highly esteemed among their compatriots.
1: Uh, you kill a grizzly bear, you're gonna be getting, you know, Some some poon.
2: Yep, and I thought I had that picture saved too, but I don't, so I will pull it up on a Wikipedia. It's right here.
0: What'd you do, Derek? There uh, was I killed the bear.
2: Native oh. American uh, man, male, who uh, presumably killed that bear that is wow. now acting as a pelt.
1: Big bear. Yep. <laughs> Did you just say that his name was Darren?
0: Derek. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> yeah, Derek, the, <laughs> Derek, Derek, the Native the guy. American man. <laughs> Derek, the guy.
1: Derek, the guy.
2: I am Sunflower Bear Tree. Yeah, I'm Derek. <laughs>
1: hey. Hey. I killed a bear, though. Derek!
2: <laughs> oh, Derek. Oh. Grizzlies are considered more aggressive compared to black bears when defending themselves and their offspring. Unlike the smaller black bears, adult grizzlies do not climb trees well and respond to danger by standing their ground and warding off their attackers.
1: You ever seen a sun bear?
2: Yeah, they're fucking... They look weird. They're
1: always looking like they're confused.
2: And just... just. Uh, deprived of yeah. nutrition. Or like
1: someone's trying to sell them like a used car. Yeah,
2: they need to eat something. <laughs> a mothers defending cubs are the most prone to attacking and are responsible for 70% of humans killed by grizzlies. Really? Grizzly bears normally avoid contact with people in spite of their obvious physical advantage. They rarely actively hunt humans. Keyword rarely. Most grizzly bear attacks result from a bear that has been surprised at very close range. They don't like surprises, especially if it has a supply of food to protect or female grizzlies protecting their offspring. So compared to sharks, we talked about uh, the stats for shark attacks every year. It's really not anywhere remotely.
1: Yeah, sharks are misunderstood. People
2: need to worry about. Uh, It's so low, it's negligible. So compared to sharks, which average about 16, I think, um, attacks a year. There are about 40 bear attacks around the world each year.
0: Hmm.
2: A little bit higher, but still, that's very, very, very low. Bear, uh, Because of that, bear awareness programs have been developed by communities in grizzly bear territory to help prevent conflicts with both black and grizzly bears. The bear main awareness. Bear awareness. No, bear awareness. Bear, wa- bear, bear awareness. Bear awareness. The main premise of these programs is to teach humans to manage foods that bears Uh, are attracted to keeping garbage securely stored harvesting fruit when ripe securing livestock behind electric fences and storing pet food indoors are all measures promoted by bear awareness uh, programs bear awareness traveling in groups of six or more can significantly reduce the chance of bear related injuries while hiking in bear country uh, I'm fucking screwed cuz I don't even have six friends so I you don't have six
0: friends. I
2: would probably be hiking Yeah
1: but I can take on a full grown grizzly by myself.
0: Okay so so you're fine. You count as five friends exactly. and then me and then we'll be okay. And then I stink. Yeah. So yep. I can probably just fart in its general oh, direction. yeah. Yeah we'll be fine. Yeah we'll be fine.
2: Grizzly bears are especially dangerous because of the force of their bite which has been measured at over 8 megapascals. Oh my a god. A full 8
1: a full chameleon a full, from Rapunzel,
2: a full the Disney princess. Eight megapiscals, Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's Good God. One thousand oh. one hundred and sixty psi.
0: To put that in America. Terms. Can you
1: compare that to a crocodile's bite? Sure. Thank you.
0: Can you think about that? That that animal can bite almost equal to its own weight in pounds per square inch. I don't uh, fuck with a grizzly bear.
2: Saltwater crocodiles, thirty-seven hundred pounds per square inch. Uh, so about twice that. Um, but with grizzlies it has been estimated that a bite from a grizzly could even crush a bowling ball
1: oh yeah hot potato Mm
2: -hmm. you know don't fuck with them The grizzly bear is listed as threatened in the contiguous United States and endangered in parts of Canada. The grizzly bear currently has a legal protection in Mexico, European countries, some areas of Canada, and in all of the United States. However, it is expected that repopulating its former range will be a slow process due to various reasons, including the bear's slow reproductive habits, Hmm. they don't want to fuck, and the efforts of reintroducing such a large animal to areas prized for agriculture and livestock. Uh, Makes sense. Conservation efforts have become an increasingly vital investment over recent decades as population numbers have dramatically declined. Establishment of parks and protected areas are one of the main focuses currently being tackled to help reestablish the low grizzly bear population in British Columbia. Hmm. In the U.S., National efforts have been made since 1982 for the recovery plan of grizzlies. A lot of the efforts made have been through different organization efforts to educate the public on grizzly bear safety, habits of grizzly bears, and different ways to reduce human bear conflict. The Interagency Grizzly Bear Recovery Committee, or Igerberk, Igerberk. is one of many organizations committed to the recovery of grizzly bears in the lower 48 states. There are Five, count them, five...
1: One, two, three, four, five. ...recovery
2: zones for grizzly bears in these states, including the North Cascades ecosystem in Washington. And my last and final fucking bullet point...
1: finally. Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ.
2: The National Park Service and U.S. Fish and Wildlife initiated the process of an environmental impact statement that started in the fall of 2014 to begin the recovery process of grizzly bears to the North Cascades region. Point being... They're trying to introduce them back in. They're a protected species. They shouldn't be hunted. They shouldn't be messed with. Um, they're very misunderstood.
1: They're a detrimental part to our environment. Uh,
2: but don't don't fuck with them if they're like, if they got food or but if it's don't, some... F- just or do or with grizzly bears.
1: Please just don't fuck with grizzly bears.
2: I don't know if you've seen... Typing sound. I don't know if you've seen this video. Yeah, he's taking pictures. Yeah.
0: J Pro C Daddy. Bear sits next
1: to Guy. <laughs> that is the name yep. of this YouTube account. J Proc Daddy. J Proc Daddy.
2: If you want to watch the video we just watched. Uh,
1: J Proc Daddy.
2: Look look up J Proc Daddy.
1: Bear sits next to Guy. <laughs> that is what it is called.
2: That is my section. Wow. That is the Woo! probably the longest background section I've
0: uh, had on an episode. Thanks for sticking with me. A lot of Bear facts. It's pretty good though. I got swears. Yeah, got a lot of information, and I think a lot of it connects back to—I don't know about you, Paige, but my story that I'm going to be telling. Did you find it? I'm reciting it from memory. Okay. Because I saved it on my computer, and uh, it's not there anymore. So go ahead. Mm. So we got you this. Can't,
1: you can't find it at all.
0: No. Oh shit. Sure. I saved it to my Google Drive, and it wasn't there on either of my accounts. It sucks. Um, it happens, though. Um, so I'll be retelling the story from memory um, of Remy Warren. What a name. He is a, I don't know how he was connected with um, Joe Rogan, but he had him on his podcast. And you're going to say Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Mama. Um, and I don't really listen anymore, so I don't know if he's been back so I don't remember what his kind of purpose for being there other than the bear attack story um, but him and his brother Steve, Steve and four friends went on a elk, what is it? elk hunting expedition uh-huh. my brain wanted to combine all of those words elk hunting elk hunting expedition on Fognak L- was an island in Alaska hmm. and where this kind of connects back to what you were saying about their size proportions is that some of the largest grizzly bears and elk have been found on this Island Oof. in the entire world. So, um, they're, they're going, uh, on this, I think week long expedition and it's horrible conditions. Um, this Island has a large mountain on it that is very steep. The vegetation goes about, I would say anywhere from knee height to taller than a man. Mm -hmm. And it was reported that you could only see about three feet in front of you in any direction.
1: Oh, so it's completely safe.
0: Yeah, so completely safe. Mm -hmm. You know exactly where you're at the whole time. And um, there were 100-mile-per-hour winds... Lots Jesus. of rain. Damn. Yep. Lots of rain.
1: So my question is, did they check the weather before they went on this trip, or were they just like, fuck it?
0: I think they just went, fuck it, but I'm not sure, because um, when they did this, I think the whole the whole aspect of going to Fogneck Island was, um, it's going to be difficult. Uh,
1: um, No matter it, what given,
0: given the conditions, let's just say the weather was perfect. Still, the vegetation... The placement of where it's at because yeah. you have to go there by plane. Oh, mm-hmm. um, you can't um, take a boat. You could take a boat, I guess, but I you, you usually do see I guess seaplane for efficiency.
1: one of the seaplanes. Yeah, mm-hmm. seaplane.
0: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fact
2: check you this entire no time. It's I because I, I looked it up because I wanted to to look at it. It's a um, A-F-O-G-N-A-K, A F O G N A K, a Fognak Island, and it's got. Um, Three and a half stars on uh, Google. Um, <laughs>
1: That's like the freaking Bermuda the Triangle. Island. Yeah.
2: So uh, some people, oh, I just had them pulled up. Some people did leave uh, reviews for it. Uh, there was a five-star review by some guy that he said, I go neck. here every summer and I love it. Awesome to learn about my fog heritage neck. and where my family grew up. Interesting. A fog neck. Are you going to do this every episode? Fogneck. <laughs> yeah, the Google Translate. <laughs> I know how to say this one, so I'm just going to say it. Fogneck. Uh, five star review says wild, free, and untrammeled. This one's three stars only. Uh, super beautiful. Park ranger helped with directions. to Great spot. Then tall bear and hat, together with smaller bear.
1: Tall bear and hat
2: took our picnic basket and ran off on two legs. Oh my
1: god! Yogi bear. Okay,
2: continue.
0: Um, but they go to this island, um, anticipating a difficult journey, but not as difficult as they were anticipating. Um, because of the weather conditions. Okay. So they're hiking along. Um, and at this point, um, Remy's brother, Steve had shot an elk, killed it. So they gathered, they gathered the materials and they kept going. And, uh, I think it was three days in they're hiking and, um, they've been hiking for about 10 hours. They stop at about 3am. Yep. And they get back to camp. And they're like all right we need to eat we're so hungry got the elk yep got the elk and they've got other stuff that they brought too so sure. they decide to stop to make some coffee and stoop some soup stoop some soup stoop some soup okay. baby
1: stoop kid needs to leave his soup
0: so if i can kind of paint the picture here they're kind of in a small valley so just Twenty to thirty feet wide, and mm-hmm. then the, it starts getting steep again on the edge of this mountain. Mm-hmm. And I think it's behind them or next to them. There's a very steep drop down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're sitting in a circle making this over a fire. And normally Remy would keep his pack with him while they're walking, and they would he would keep his pistol in his pack, and it, Normally, he would take the pack off, and then he would put his gun in his holster.
2: But this wasn't a normal day.
0: But this wasn't a normal day. Mm. So, he decided to just leave it in the pack for now. Foolish. Gosh. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very foolish. At this point, they were used to seeing about six to seven bears every day on this trip. And Remy cites this as kind of being the reason why they let their their guard down because they were so used to seeing them yep. rather than it being they were just like, like a ah, bear yeah exactly because the first couple days they would be like bear 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 and then after that they were like okay oh, well they're bear. chill here so there are
2: bears that live here we've yeah mm-hmm. deduced that
0: exactly so they're in this circle going around and remy is sitting across from his pack which normally he would use as a seat Hmm. I I guess because of the size of it, he would lean up against it, right? So his pistol would be right next to him and he didn't want to fumble for it because he didn't want to be perceived as that guy that always wanted his gun on him. (laughs) Um,
1: That's so specific.
0: Yeah. So he just kept the pack across from the fire from him and um, another guy named Garrett was either next to him or two guys over from him. And... um, No, no, no. Garrett is later on. Um, Okay. But anyways, they're sitting in the circle, right? And Steve is right next to Remy's pack. Steve is stewing the coffee, and he goes, I hear something. And right at that moment, Remy locks eyes with the bear, rushing at them at about 30 miles an hour. And he said at this point he had seen him 30 yards away, right? Uh Good distance. He saw him, locked eyes with the bear, said, I'm going to go get my gun. You know, didn't literally say it. Right. But in his head, reaches for his gun and he goes, I don't have enough time because this bear is coming so fucking fast. Yeah. So he does a little juke left, right, spins around so he can at least get out of the way. while uh, the guy next to him picks up a trekking pole that was, you know, about three feet behind him to his right. Mm -hmm. Grabs the trekking pole, swings it and hits the bear in the mouth. So the bear takes off to the right while Remy, when he was doing his little spin little dance. move, yeah, his little dance, Remy goes to the left, circles back around to come get the gun. Mm-hmm. In that time that it had taken him to do that, the bear had charged them right, come through, and was now heading down that steep hill. Mm. Uh-huh. So they're essentially kind of trapped in this in this steep crevice. But then right behind them or to the side of them, there's this steep decline. And um, Remy has his gun. And he notices that someone's missing. So he goes, count off. And everybody yells, one, 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 one. He's like, no, 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 no. Who the fuck is missing? <laughs> <laughs> Who's gone? And at that point, he saw Garrett, who I just mentioned. His head pops up out of the bushes, and then he just sees his head go down again as it's bouncing. Then he sees his legs in the air, and here's the bear. He's riding the bear. What the f- What? So, yeah, at some point, they thought that he had charged through. Garrett had started running down the hill for whatever reason. Um, I don't know, to distract the bear, to disperse, whatever the bear probably swung around, hit him with his hips or something. He didn't, like, swipe him with his paw. Mm-hmm. But he swung around and ended up on the back of his bear <laughs> somehow because now the bear is going down the hill at about 20 miles an hour, and all they see is the bear's hind legs bouncing up and Garrett's legs just bouncing. <laughs> so they thought that he was in his jaws. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought when you started yeah, talking about it. Yeah, I thought was it. eating him. Yeah, oh, and he gosh. was just taking him down the hill. <laughs> And at this point, um, they figured out, obviously, Garrett is the one that's down there because they saw his head pop up. So he tries to chase him. Um, but the, the hill is too steep. So somehow, I don't think any of them saw it because the vegetation was so thick, even mm. on the side of the hill, that Garrett gets away somehow um, and he's coming back up. Um, no one sees him do this, but anyways, they know that he's coming back up while yeah. the bear has... Virtually disappeared. They all circled back to kind of their campsite behind some trees. And, um, you know, a matter of doing that for all six of them takes 10, 15 seconds. The bear had now gone into a different direction and was charging them from the opposite direction oh my God, than just, from which just move it had on. Come. Yeah, exactly. So it did that. And every time they would go, bear, 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 and yell, right, to try and to distract it um and try and kind of go okay there's not just one of us there's six yeah so he comes from one direction charges them disappears and they're like okay staying on the watch out comes from the east the totally opposite direction from which he had come before and it does that two more times jesus so it rushes them three times they couldn't successfully hit it or anything after that but then um After that charge, they had figured out that basically um, what had saved them was the fact that it was so many of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Rather than going, oh, this is one big thing, that it's six little things. And when they were yelling, they kind of got out of it. um, And it was trying to go after their elk. Uh... Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And it had probably gotten to it. But... The ending is the crazy part because it circles back to the size difference that you were talking about. Hmm. On this Fognack Island, the bear um, was shot, um, I don't know how much l- later, but by a group of other people that were out there hunting. And they were in a group of five or six at the same time and shot the bear in self-defense. Yeah. And they measured the bear. How, how big were they? Do you remember? It's like some of them nine feet mm-hmm. when they're standing. Yeah. And how many pounds? S-
2: 600 to 900. Some as big as like 1,400 pounds. Mm-hmm.
0: Listen to this. This bear was 11 and a half feet long. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh. And it weighed, they guessed yeah. about 1,100 to 1,200 pounds. That's yeah. a big in- It's a big bear. The elk on this island weigh about 1,400, which normally it's about... Damn. 800, 900 for a big one. Yeah, These are giant animals on this island. So they had that charge them three times, and they said each time that it would charge them, it would basically get to the point where they could touch it. Obviously, the guy hit it with his trekking pole, so he was close Uh enough for that. But each time it would go just enough to to come at them with full speed, but every time they would yell bear, it would... Not make the full charge. You like would divert. kind of veer out. Yeah. Yeah, veer Dang. off. Mm-hmm.
1: That's wild. Yeah.
0: And afterwards, they took videos and were kind of getting people's reactions and ended up being safe. Shit. Um, but that was one of the only times that I think I've heard people get that close to getting attacked and that many times without having yeah. a scratch on them.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow.
0: But... Um, they were they were talking about it uh, recently, and they were saying that for this um, expedition, they went eat with the with the weather conditions, with the bear attack, and everything. They fucking hated it. Obviously, they didn't want that shit to happen again. Sure. About a year later, they were like, "We gotta go back. That was fun.
1: <laughs> that was a good time. That was a good time. Let's that was fun. Again.
0: Yep. Um, That's wild. Yeah. But that that whole time, they didn't. They were trying to get to a position where they could shoot it, but they couldn't um, because A it was going so fast, and then B they only had two pistols. Mm-hmm. And it, it
2: had the high ground.
0: <laughs> Anakin, <laughs> you were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> You're supposed to destroy the Sith, not become one.
2: <laughs> no, that that, that yeah, made that's me story. that made me think of that was wild, uh, That was man. excellent, and right. all by memory too. Yeah, that, that was, was very great.
1: impressive. <laughs>
2: Uh, that made me think hey. of the um, the little factoid I had, you know, groups of six or more. Exactly. Usually, you know, they the bear, I'm sure it noticed that it was outnumbered. It just wanted the food. So mm-hmm. I think it was, from my understanding, it was trying to scare the people off to get out of the way mm-hmm. so that the bear can eat the elk that they had. Exactly. Um, but... Uh, yeah, then it eventually fucked off. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. and dude got to ride a bear. That's dude, epic. That's what I'm saying. Like how that's many people? M- how many
0: people in this earth? Like could I say, rode a fucking bear. I rode a fucking bear. That Kinda wasn't domesticated. <laughs> that's, that's the big. Wild. Pa- that's the big part.
1: He got away with that being cool as fuck.
0: Hell yeah! Like mm-hmm. I got to ride a bear. Exactly.
1: How do you, how do you top that? Honestly, so I'm you a little can't. bit tipsy. That's all right. Me too. Cool. So I'm going to read my story. It's about Timothy Treadwell, who was born Timothy Dexter, but changed his name because Treadwell's so much cooler, apparently.
0: Yeah,
2: Dexter's a nerd name. It is a
1: nerd name. Um, Timothy Treadwell is an American bear enthusiast, environmentalist, and documentary filmmaker. He's also the founder of the Great Protection of the Bear Protection Organization, Grizzly People. Um, Hmm. He had a tendency to. I guess not tendency. He liked to be around bears very often. He was he was very much a bear enthusiast. Bear whisperer. Um <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> <Salmon>. <laughs> <laughs> he would spend about 13 summers in Jesus. Uh I don't know if it's Katmai or Katmai um National Park in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um he hung out around their coastal brown bears Um, But he called them grizzly bears, and he's an advocate for grizzly bears. So I'm Mm -hmm. just going off of his story off of that. They
2: were, you know, all the same species, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So So, he spent a majority of his sessions camping on the Big Green, which is an open area of bear grass in Halo Bay on the, um, I don't know if it's Katme, Katme, coast. He called the area the Grizzly Sanctuary, and he was known for getting extremely close to the bears. Um, sometimes even touching them and playing with the bear cubs. He wrote a book, and in this book, he claimed that he was always careful with the bears and actually developed a sense of mutual trust and respect with the animals.
0: That's exactly when you get mauled.
1: He -hmm. habitually named the bears he encountered and consistently saw many of the same bears each summer, so claimed to build a standing relationship with them. So he thought. Mm -hmm. In contrast, Tom Smith, a research ecologist, Tom Smith... (laughs) What a name.
2: That was uh, one of my best friends in high school. Tom Smith? Yeah, middle school, high school. It's Tom Smith. what
1: a generic name. (laughs) A research ecologist with the Alaska Science Center of the U.S. Geological Service declared that Treadwell was breaking every park rule that there was in terms of distance to the bears, harassing wildlife, and interfering with natural processes. Right off the bat, his personal mission was at odds with the Park Service. Yeah, all because he thinks he's
2: special. Yeah, he could do these things.
1: He had been warned repeatedly. But they're my friends. We have a connection. (laughs) So silly. Uh, During the late part of each summer, he would move to uh, Kafflia Bay and camp in an area of especially thick brush. uh, brush he He called the Grizzly Maze. Here, the chances of crossing paths with wild bears were much higher since the location intersected bear trails. Uh, Treadwell recorded almost 100 hours of video footage, um, some of which was later used to create a documentary called Grizzly Man and produced a large collection of still photography. I've heard about this. Hmm. Yeah?
0: Yeah, that doc, at least. It's new to me.
1: Treadwell claimed to be alone with the wildlife on several occasions in his videos. However, his girlfriend Amy was with him during parts of his... Uh, last three summers of his documentary. The documentary says two summers, at least. Mm-hmm. By 2001, Treadwell became sufficiently notable to receive extensive media attention, both on television and in environmental circles, and he made frequent public appearances as an environmental activist. He traveled throughout the United States to educate schoolchildren about bears and appeared on the Discovery Channel, The Late Show with David Lennerman, and a Dateline NBC all right. He also co-wrote Among Grizzlies, Living with Wild Bears in Alaska with Jewel uh, Palovak, his co-worker with whom he lived for 20 years, which describes his adventures on the Alaska Peninsula. Um, Charlie Russell, who studied bears, raised them and lived with them in Russia for a decade, worked with Treadwell, and Russell, Russell advised Treadwell to carry peppered spray and use electric fences. He originally refrained from commenting on Treadwell after... Words... But after Grizzly Man was released, he wrote a lengthy critique of Treadwell's failure to follow basic safety precautions. So I'm just going to get into the main bulk of the story. In October yeah. 2003, Treadwell and his girlfriend, physician assistant Amy, visited Katmai National Park, which is also is which is on the Alaska Peninsula, um, across from Kodiak Island.
2: Whereas your story took place around uh-huh. Kodiak Island. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> Uh, Amy feared bears and felt very uncomfortable <laughs> in their presence. Her That's fine... a place to
2: go, then. <laughs> yeah, not, not the person to take with you.
1: In her journal entry, she indicated that she wanted to be away from the park. Um, there was also uh, stories that they had been fighting, and she was, was going to leave
0: him. I wonder why. she'd never stay home. Was it was it over the fact that maybe he like loves bears and she <laughs> fucking hates them? Could be. And he's spending all of his days and nights with fucking bears?
1: Treadwell set his campsite near a salmon stream where wild bears commonly feed in autumn. He was in the park later in the year than normal. They decided to stay later because they hadn't seen a female bear that he was accustomed to seeing every trip, and he wanted to take the time to see her. What a baby. At a a time when bears attempt to gain as much fat as possible before winter, food was scarce that fall, causing the bears to be even more aggressive than usual. Treadwell and Amy were to leave the park at his usual time of year and had actually returned to Kodiak on September 26th to store their gear for the season and catch a connecting flight to return to their home in California. After an argument with the airline ticketer over the price of altering his return ticket, Treadwell and Amy made the decision to return to their campsite on September 29th for an additional week. Okay. He also wanted to locate a favorite female beer that he was concerned about.
0: A female beer, huh?
1: Female bears. Don't <laughs> The
0: secret <laughs> savage is a female beer.
1: <laughs> he said that he hated modern civilization and felt better in nature with the bears than he did in big cities around humans. Than
2: he did with his girlfriend, Amy.
1: <laughs> yeah, poor Amy. The bears had been. he had been used to doing uh, to during the summer had Jesus. already... I am used not okay. Used to doing. <laughs> Had already gone into hibernation. And bears that Treadwell did not know from other parts of the park were moving into the area. Some of the last footage taken by Treadwell hours before.
2: That's not a good sign. Nope. You're talking about some Mm. of the last footage.
1: (laughs) Includes video of a bear diving into the river repeatedly for a piece of dead salmon. Uh, Treadwell mentioned in the footage that he did not feel entirely comfortable around that particular bear. In Grizzly Man, um, the director speculates on whether Treadwell filmed the very bear that. Ended his life.
0: Which was Werner Herzog, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) Around noon on Sunday, October 5th, 2003, Treadwell spoke with an associate in Malibu by satellite phone. Treadwell mentioned no problems with any bears. The next day, October 6th, Willie Fulton, a Kodiak Air taxi pilot, arrived at Treadwell and Amy's campsite to pick them up, but found the area abandoned except for a bear and contacted the local park rangers. The couple's mangled remains were discovered quickly upon investigation. Treadwell's disfigured head, partial spine, and right forearm and hand, with his wristwatch still on, were recovered a short distance from the campsite. Amy's partial remains were found next to the torn and collapsed tents, partially burned in a mound, I'm sorry, buried, buried in a mound of twigs and dirt, a red bird. (laughs) The, <laughs> bear. the bear, started bear started a fire. Started a fire. The <laughs> Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> poor fucking
2: poor Amy. She didn't want any of this shit. Yeah,
1: what the hell. A large male bear tagged bear one for one, protecting the campsite, was killed by park rangers during the attempt to retrieve the bodies.
2: What if he was just a bystander? <laughs> he was just like, a he bystander. wasn't even the bear, he <laughs> just kind of, a bear stander. He's just walking on by. A yeah. <laughs> <He just, laughs> bear stander. <laughs> he just walked by and noticed, Oh shit, this is awful. Oh fuck and he
1: dies. A second adolescent bear was also killed a short time later when it charged the park rangers. Oh! An on-site necropsy of Bear 141 revealed human body parts such as fingers and limbs. So Bear 141 definitely did it. Oh, okay. He was not just an innocent bear stander. Hmm. The younger bear was consumed by other animals before it could be autopsied. In the 85-year history of Katmai National Park, this was the first known incident of a person being killed by a
0: bear. First known
1: first known a video camera recovered at the site proved to be have been operating during the attack but police said that the six minute tape contained only voices and cries as oh. a brown bear mauled treadwell to death oh, God. people have actually tried to get a hold of this footage and park rangers will not release it sure like they refuse yeah but the tape, uh the tape the tape begins with treadwell yelling that he is being attacked come out here i'm being killed out here he screams that the tape only contained sound led troopers to believe that the attack might have happened while the camera was stuffed in a duffel bag or during the dark of night. Fuck. The camera only recorded six minutes of audio before running out of tape. This, however, was enough time to record the bear's initial attack on Treadwell and his agonized scream. It's retreat after Amy tells Treadwell to play dead, and when she attacked it, it's return to carry Treadwell off into the forest. God. Hmm. Dark.
0: Eaten by bear. Eaten by a bear. It was hungry. It's like that's a little human taquito right there. <laughs> yum, yum 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 yum. That's it though. Wow, that that man made a poor decision. Amy sounds like a nice lady. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Amy just wanted to go home. She was going to break up with him.
0: She should have. She should have. So gone she, before got out she alive, went out right? No, she died. No, she did. She was eaten too.
1: <gasps> what? They were the both f- eaten. Dude. Yeah.
2: Bears are hungry. They'll uh don't fuck with a bear. Get,
0: that's what you gotta break up with those crazy bear dudes.
1: Yeah, don't date a bear dude people.
2: Or horse chicks. Horse chicks. Never or bear date dudes. a
1: horse chick.
2: Horse chicks and bear dudes.
1: Horse chicks <laughs> are crazy about their horses. You do not date a horse chick.
2: Moral of the story. Don't you date will, a horse chick. Their horse will kill you. <laughs>
1: that's the moral of the story.
2: <laughs> the title of this episode.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do not date bear people. Not bear as in the gay term. Like people who are obsessed with bears the yeah. animal.
2: I didn't know that was a gay term.
1: It is a gay term. It's yes. a burly man Ooh. who is of the gay persuasion and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Bears. What's the other one? Otters. Otters. Mm-hmm. Oh. Twinks. Yes. Oh, I yeah. know that one. Yeah. yeah. On. Well, cuz you're one. Otters is new. No, I you're a twink. You yeah.
1: definitely a twink. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, please don't do
0: no, that. No, can we actually can we actually title the episode Zack as a twink?
1: He um he picks topics. Uh, I thought he, I he thought picks...
0: it
2: was gonna be don't date horse. Uh...
0: Don't date horse horse chicks and yeah. Zach is a twink. That's so long.
1: <laughs> what did you think of the beer, Jack and Zach?
0: I liked it. I I think the thing that would so do we skate do we scale this on a, on a scale of like five stars. You we, could or anything like that. You can like if that. you choose to. Uh, we don't
1: do like a star rating. We just kind of describe how we felt about we it. We rank it. Yeah,
2: okay. we well, we we rank it relative to our other to beers. That. That do that we you have. even
0: listen to this podcast? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I'm just calling. I've listened to fifteen out of I think how many thirty. This is thirty eight. Thirty eight. Thirty yeah. eight. Wow. So I've worked through a, a, quite a bit, but not in a while. Gosh, well, you can listen if you want to. Okay. Yeah. There's better Jesus. podcasts out there.
1: So he came on so our podcast, doesn't even listen to it. Hey, <laughs> sorry, go on. Have hey. A later, bud. hey, you can
2: rate it out of five. That's what people yeah, do on Beer Advocate.
0: Yeah, so hey, I would probably it. put it at a four out of five. Oh, really? That's, That's high. Solid. Yeah, just because I liked the the kind of sensation that you would get from that smooth mouth feel. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You know how you guys describe it? Um, it almost kind of had a wine texture to it, besides the carbonation. I liked the small head. I never like too much foam where it's like half of it is, is head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. Um, however, the taste, like I was saying before, where it's the, the smell and the taste being so different from each other, the vinegar kind of tastes to it. Meanwhile, the intensity of the, I would say it was pretty good on the watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But the intensity of the sourness and the taste did not match at all Mm. with the vinegar. So it almost made it like a different, you were having two different experiences at the same time. I can see that. Pick up your glass and and take a whiff.
1: Mine still has beer in it.
2: And what yours might not be, tell me that doesn't smell like grilled barbecue chicken. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, that smells like grilled barbecue chicken. No, grilled barbecue chicken. With like barbecue
0: See, sauce on it? <laughs> See, now this makes it a 4.2 out of 5. <laughs> like, why is that? It's just so funky. It's
2: just...
1: What did you think of the beer? It's wild. It's uh, It is a wild ale.
2: Yeah. I mean, we had... The other wild ale we had was Electric Jewel. Yeah. And it wasn't anywhere near as intense as this one. Not at all. Really. Um, just a lot of... It's very flavorful and very intense. Very in your face. mm mm-hmm. um, very kombucha-ish, which I think Electric Jewel also was, mm-hmm. just funky, mm-hmm. um, tart and sour, and it's a it's a cool beer, um, but it's nowhere near any of my favorites, um, really. But it's it's good. I would drink it again, uh, just not anytime recently. <laughs> the beers <laughs> that we had uh, in the last few episodes, last seven episodes, I've enjoyed more than this. Mm-hmm. But it was good.
1: Um, I didn't like it.
2: You didn't like it? Nope. No. You drink more of it than normal. Like, when you normally don't like a beer, you drink a couple of sips of it. Mm-hmm. That's your, almost your whole glass.
1: I was trying to be fair and give Three <laughs> oh. Floyds a chance to improve me, like, to impress me. But And, what it, and did it? No.
2: Three Floyds, over nope. 2 so
0: far. Nope. One page. Damn. Nope.
1: <laughs> I just think it was too much. Um, I feel like the vinegar and... Um, Like the kind of soy sauce taste to it just made it like too much. Like Mm. there wasn't. The watermelon was not watermelon enough for me to be like, this is a watermelon sour ale. Yeah. It was just like a hint of watermelon, like LaCroix, like someone took a burp near the can <laughs> that had just eaten watermelon.
2: I feel like it wasn't... I it, get that. It wasn't sweet at all. No,
1: no. and electric drool was definitely You're sweet.
2: sweetness this when you see watermelon. It was
1: almost like somebody put salt on a watermelon. Like, I know some people mm-hmm. do that. They'll salt That's their watermelon. That's a good way to eat watermelon. But it, it almost tasted like that, but just like... With that vinegary... Funky... Like, somebody... Like, expired watermelon. Like, it's rotted. Oh, oh boy. Like, I'm trying to be honest really, here. Really, really
2: digging into this beer. Damn. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> rotten watermelon. Am I
1: not allowed?
2: No, I no, mean... No, you are. That's... uh That's... Yeah, I can see that.
1: I just... I did not... Like, drinking it made me uncomfortable.
2: It's strange. It's a strange beer.
1: Like, I was just like... who? Huh. <laughs> Like, full body tremors, because I was so repulsed by it.
0: <laughs> full body tremors. You
2: see it, it's
0: hanging out at the bottom there? Yeah. Oh, <coughs> just pour it on the carpet, why don't you? Hey, and uh, carpet, how did you think of the beer? <laughs> hey, Casota, come over here. Tell us what you think. <laughs> just spilled. Yeah, kind of chills I out on the bottom. I just think it was
1: not pleasant. It was not refreshing. Like, drinking this is like a question of like, why are you drinking this?
2: I'm like surprised what does it too, this do for you? You scored it higher than, I think, three of the other IPAs we had. I
1: gave it a six. Yeah. It's not that high.
2: Well, you have a seven and an eight and a nine below it.
1: I'll probably end up changing it. <laughs> okay. I was just trying to be quick. <laughs> All right.
2: I yeah, mean, I'm not fair. saying,
1: like, I despise it.
2: Yeah. I'm the same way. I don't hate I just... this beer. It's just I've had better I doing.
1: regret it. <laughs> oh, <God>. Whoa. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it All right. This episode never that. happened.
2: <laughs> All right. we'll I don't it. regret
1: this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I regret this beer.
2: Well, I'm glad you picked it because it's definitely very different than some of the stuff we're used to. And we're used to trying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this isn't this isn't craft beer in fear. This isn't
0: good beer in fear.
1: We've been over this. We're trying to try different <laughs> things, and we tried beer. something different, and Three Floyds has let me down again. Surprise, surprise.
0: We'll we'll find something that you like from Three Floyds. I we'll guarantee see. it. We'll we'll
2: revisit Zombie Dust too.
0: Mm-hmm. i
1: tried their gumball head and I didn't like that
0: much, much either. <gasps> what about yum yum? Gumball I Head's like good. Yum Yum-Yum. yum's good. You like everybody likes yum yum. Like Come on. That's my like one of my favorites. I like yum yum. Yeah. Um, we
2: gotta try uh Selim oath. Yeah. Too. Since you mentioned them yesterday.
1: Beer and at gmail dot com.
2: Beer and at Gmail.com.
1: <laughs> Follow us on Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm.
2: Every uh, every episode we release, every week is uh, here for your listening enjoyment on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Spotify is usually where it becomes available first, and then all of your other favorite podcast platforms you can check us out on. And then uh, if this is the very first episode you're listening to and you haven't been in the loop, which I don't know why this would be your first episode. That's kind of weird that you just happen to pick on this one. But we are taking stories for hopefully Frights and Flights, if we ever get to do it. Someday where we pick your your stories, select your stories, we tell your stories on the episode we shout you out and we try the beer recommendation that you recommend to us with your story. So we yes. we try your beer, we tell your story on the show. I think that's it, right?
1: Any parting words, Mr. Jack?
2: How did you think of the episode?
0: I liked it. I like this topic. I like this beer. Mm. I like you guys most of all. Like you too, buddy. Yeah. Mm.
2: Thanks for uh, being our very first guest. Thank you for yeah, being here. Thanks for having me. It
0: was a fucking blast. This is a fun episode, indeed. Yeah. We hope to have more guests, and hopefully, we have you again. Yeah. Yes. So anytime you want, You're me, always I'm welcome here. back. Other than that, away we go. Oh,